0: Uh, today, we're going to talk about things and stuff. Uh, we'll talk about the Olympics briefly. Uh, we will give our top five movie picks. I will review the movie Freaky, and uh, we'll see where the night leads us from there. We're going to try to keep things loose and fun tonight, so let's get into it. I am Hoot Hobbs. My right-hand man to the left, as always, C. Wayne.
1: It's stuff and things, not things and stuff.
0: Either way, and, of course, our producer, Brandon Torres. Hey. All right, guys. So, uh, you know, we're going to kind of switch it up a little bit. Most of the time we start with our lists and, you know, the kind of goofy stuff. Uh, But I I actually, uh, we've had so many people ask for that kind of material that I thought it'd be fun for us to just go ahead and make an episode out of that. So what we'll do is touch on the semi-serious topic first. So let's talk about the Olympics. Uh,
1: C. Wayne. Um, I was wanting to talk about, like, the Simone Biles, how she's dropping out. Like, it's not a big deal if you need a break or you're tired of doing sports, but don't go to a game just to sit out and watch people play. Don't go to a game when you're, like, the best player or the one that's known for getting gold medals and then just sit out and watch. Okay. Um, Like she said, she was feeling that way before she even went. She should have told someone that and not showed up, and then she messed up one of the routines before she stopped, but...
0: Yeah, well, okay, so – okay, that's that's a big thing everyone wants to talk about right now is Simone Biles. Okay, so I'm going to do what most people hate and do my normal middle-of-the-road thing, uh, but here's the situation. Uh, I do not have any ill will or anything towards Simone Biles for dropping out of the competition. Yeah, neither do uh, I. Right, because she says uh, – now, at least, it's being said that she has that um, – Aerial disorientation. Yeah, they call
1: the twisties.
0: Okay, fair enough. Uh, So she basically loses track of where she is while she's flipping and turning and doing all these incredible things that she does so well Mm -hmm. in the air, right? Well, that's dangerous. So therefore, I'm like, okay, that makes good sense. Good for you. The problem I had with it is when she dropped out, her reasoning that – and maybe she just misworded it. But she was like, I think it's just time I focus on me. And I'm like, you came here as a part of a team event. I feel like that's a little irresponsible on your part to drop out of it.
1: That's the problem I have. You can drop out, that's fine, but don't show up to play and then drop out halfway through.
0: Well, that's see, and here's the thing. That's actually not even my problem with it. My problem has nothing to do with Simone Biles. My problem is the way that it's being pushed now that this is somehow heroic, that she... You know, oh, she's focusing on her mental health instead of uh, pursuing these medals and blah blah blah. Which I mean, okay, I think that that's I think that, that in itself is responsible. If you felt like you were going to get hurt doing this, so you said, hey, I'm going to have to stay, you know, take a seat on this. Well, I think that that's responsible, but overall, it's not heroic. I do that every day. I forget the medals and work on myself every day. Right, right. But, but I mean, does that make sense? You know what I'm saying? It's not heroic. It's it's not, it's not villainous, but no, it's I mean, not heroic. So, I mean, I think we should just stop looking at her deal. as this gold medal factory and just say, like, okay, well, she's a person who is uh, living like a person would live and just be done with it she doesn't have to be the savior of mankind because she dropped out of a competition that sets a very bad example if you do that mm-hmm. um you know and, and, you know for lack of a better way put the, the participation uh medals that we all joke about and everything you know uh but i mean that's what it is like oh well this is great you can still come home a hero even though you know you disappointed your team and i i don't mean that in a sense of her team is like Uh, you know, I can't stand her or anything else. And anyone else who's like, I can't stand that girl because she did this, get a life, get a life. You, You haven't thought about her in four years, get a life. You know what I mean? Um, but at the same, at the same token is I'm not really on board with being like, Oh God, let's give her the hero's welcome. She dropped out of a competition. That is heroism. At its finest.
1: Heroism would be her teammates that picked it up to continue getting golds.
0: Instead of talking about Simone Biles, let's talk about Suni Lee. Yeah. You know, the 18-year-old from St. Paul, Minnesota. Two weeks straight, we gave a shout-out to St. Paul, Minnesota. What up? Uh, But, you know, she comes through. She wins gold individually. And, you know, the team ends up with silver. So, I mean, it was a good success story. Good for her. She's 18 years old. That's awesome. You know, we could focus on how awesome that is. And, you know, I don't think there's— I haven't heard about that one time. Well, I know, because that's that's the point I'm getting to, is the fact that you don't hear about that, because Suni Lee is actually more of a hero, Mm -hmm. but it's a hotter story to talk about Simone Biles. Once again, I don't think she should be condemned but at the same time, I mean, I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's it worth it. It
1: should be aired all over the place like it's
2: huge. Well, right. Well, that's, that's part of the problem is that it, they're going to go with whatever story gets the most clicks, whether it's the better story To get clicks not. from both sides. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. All they want our eyeballs on whatever it is that they're trying
1: to sell. True. Like yeah. that Katie LeDecki, the mm-hmm. swimmer, she has so many gold medals. Oh, yeah. And I've seen like one Instagram post about her, and she's
0: won like four or five already. All right, so I, I'm just gonna do I'm just gonna do the top five on this because I'm not going through every country. But as far as um, medal counts go, uh, gold medals, you have China leading with 29, U.S. and second with 22, uh, Japan and third with 17, uh, Australia and fourth with 14, and the Russian Olympic Committee. they weren't he was supposed to be in. Well, they can't represent the country of Russia, but. You can be the Russian Olympic Committee, which I'm like, it's the same thing, isn't it? So it's like, oh, so we're just going to take the same team and not fly our flag. That's it. And they're like, yeah, fair enough. All right. Yeah, let's do that then. You know, I mean, that's a weird slap on the wrist. But anyway, ROC uh, is in fifth with 12 gold medals. Um, We have the most silvers and uh, we're tied for the most bronze. Overall medal count, U.S. has 64, China 62. Uh, Japan 33, Australia 33, and the ROC 50.
2: So you're saying it's really kind of a neck and neck race with USA and China there near
0: the top of the uh, podium? Y- well, y- 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 yes and no. Um, as far as total medal counts, you know, we have more, but China has seven more gold medals than we do now. That could, you know, turn around at any given point. This is the Olympics, and it's, it's Monday, the 2nd of August right now. We got a whole week to go. I mean, by the time that. You guys hear this. The medal count is going to be completely different than what I just said. But anyway, um, you know, so I don't know. Like, I, I think that we focused on the wrong things in the Olympics. And, okay, so you have these athletes that go to represent your country, correct? So there has to be a certain amount of respect for your country. I mean, mm-hmm. every country shows the respect for their country. <laughs> Except us,
1: yeah. Everyone's proud.
0: Except us, we yeah. are. We are so ashamed to be American. And I'm like, what? You're you're there representing us. You know, like the women's soccer team. You know, they did their same stuff again. You know, we're kneeling, and I have, uh, you know, pink hair. And, it's and they lost to Canada. Short. You know the one I'm talking about. Anyway,
2: <laughs> the one that sit.
0: You know. Yeah. It, either way, they knelt for the anthem, or they disregarded the anthem, and they got beat. And, like, I'm not going to lie to you. There's a part of me that's like, good. You deserve it. I mean, you're there representing your country, and you're ashamed to represent your country, you're not proud of your country, then, I'm, then I hope you get beat. I hope you get beat. I don't care. Um, men's basketball. How's the U.S. doing there, C. Wayne?
1: Uh, they won their last game by, like, 30, but the real play is about to happen. That was all pool play for rankings. Right, right. So we're about to play, like, Spain, which is the number... USA is always ranked number one in the world, like not for Olympics, just overall for basketball. Spain's number two. That's yeah. who we play first.
0: Okay, so they're pretty. So good. So that should be a that should be a pretty good game. Are there any uh, uh, NBA players playing for Spain? I s- probably,
1: but not to know. But I know Lithuania or Slovenia. Slovenia, has, Luka. Yeah, and then France has um, Evan Fournier and yeah. Rudy Gobert, which are pretty good.
0: Yeah, Nigeria has um, Nigeria has at least one guy. I can't mm-hmm. remember who it in is. In
1: Australia, I think. Well, they would have Kyrie, but he is not playing. Right. And then the other dude I mentioned from the Spurs, Patty.
0: Yeah, yeah. And nobody wanted Ben Simmons to play. So. No. <laughs> no <laughs> not we America, weren't. not Australia. They were like, We saw your jump shot. Get out of here. Yeah. Go home.
1: No team wants him either. The war they tried to get traded to the Warriors and the Warriors mm-hmm. said no. They didn't even look at the offer. They said no.
0: But you know who they said yes to? I do. I know exactly who they said yes to. With the 14th overall pick of the 2021 NBA draft. Big three super team. Yeah, yeah. For the University of Arkansas, Mr. Moses Moody uh, was picked up by Golden State. And uh, so I'll catch myself watching some Golden State games this next year. Um, I do know that Lonzo Ball, I was just told this by C. Wayne right before we started recording, Lonzo Ball is now a bull. And Zach Levine apparently is staying. Uh, which I hadn't heard anything besides rumors before. But, uh, you know, the rumor mill said he was going to be a free agent. He's trying to go somewhere else. They were probably trying to use him as trade bait for the Mm.
2: NBA draft. But once the draft was over, they went ahead and locked him up. Yeah, They're like, hey, I tell you what, we'll give you lots of
0: money because you can fly. I mean, have you seen Zach Levine jump? That dude can fly. It's crazy. Everyone's like, Jordan. I'm like, "Eh, I don't know. Zach Levine can jump like from half court and dunk it. It's Vince Carter. (laughs) Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. Yeah, seriously though, he is. He's a he's an impressive like because he's a dunk champion, just like Vince Carter was. You know what I mean? Aaron Gordon should have won the dunk contest. Oh my God! Zach Levine did the same dunk three times in a row, free throw dunk. Uh, yeah.
1: And if it's flawless, then it wasn't. Know. His foot was never behind the line. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, the Bulls. You're a the hater. Be, the Bulls will be 11th seed now instead of 14th, I think. <laughs> right.
0: Well, if they're gonna be an 11th, that would mean that they had to have been a 10 before. <laughs>
1: No, I'm saying there's going to be better this the, year. Yeah,
0: I know. I was making a joke. It wasn't funny. Uh, <laughs> all right. So um, did, anything else that, did anything else really surprise you about the draft? Like the only thing that actually surprised me is I, I— OKC
1: drafted. Huh? I saw like their—you uh, know how when a player gets drafted, they talk about like their negatives and positives and negatives. So the guy that OKC drafted, I don't know his name. He's like got like curly mop top and he's from australia and it says he, he's not good at perimeter defense he's not good at perimeter shooting he's not good at passing he's not good at athleticism he's not good at jumping
0: ball handling i was like who did we draft who i'm going in the draft next year <laughs> <laughs> So you're says. saying that there's a chance yes. it's you're one t- in a million so you're saying there's, there's a chance
1: <laughs> like it's a no perimeter defense nothing i was like so is he a basketball player or is he a swimmer come on now <laughs>
0: We drafted Usain Bolt. I'm like, he's fast. Does he know how to ball? Of course, Usain Bolt would surprise all of us and probably be able to ball out. But anyway, so nothing really, I mean, there were really no surprises in the, in, besides, you know, a couple things there and there. But I, like Moses Moody going 14th. Could've that went, actually, should have went
2: way sooner. I,
0: I, I feel like he, I feel like he should have. And I think Golden State got a steal.
2: I really do. Yeah. He, they were fortunate he dropped down that low. And with their current situation that they have with uh, Thompson, where they're kind of unsure if they want to go long-term on him or not, I think, I think it was a good kid.
0: Yeah, I, I, think it's, I think it's awesome. And I think he has a chance to be somebody at Golden State where, you know, if he went to the Lakers or, you know, something like that. I mean, but here, <laughs> this is the only thing about the draft that really kind of gets to me, okay? You're the number one draft pick. You are the greatest player in the nation Of all year.
1: time. Kate Cunningham.
0: Well, I don't know about all time, but still, at least at least this past season, right? Yeah. So Kate Cunningham, that's the part that always just drove me nuts. Is like, if you're the number one, you're going to the worst team in the league. Like that, that's where you're going. but That's how it mm-hmm. works. Like, okay, yeah, you guys, you got a higher pick because you know you're not good. You so suck. Detroit's like, we're gonna get uh, Kate Cunningham. He's like, oh, God. and ruin his career. <laughs> yeah nobody survives that's why all the Arkansas people suck at the Bulls because they were good and they
1: go to a bad team
0: that's hurtful <laughs> probably accurate but <laughs> why do guys say mean things <laughs>
1: that's facts
0: I gotta I'll find a safe space
1: would you rather me lie and say they're gonna win a championship <laughs> next year
0: they might why is everyone quiet they might I mean I don't know <laughs> I mean, is it likely? No. The words
2: are all tied right now. It's a one in
0: a billion chance. (laughs) That's right. One in
1: a billion chance. So there's a chance. There's a
0: chance. right. If
1: most of the league breaks their legs and they're out for the rest of the season.
0: Anyway, let's uh, let's talk top five movies and let's have a little fun. Um, Kobe. C. Wayne.
1: Number five on the countdown. C. Biscuit. Have you ever heard of it?
0: Yeah, I've heard of it. I just it was Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire, and you know that's that's not. I the mean, horse movie, right? Yeah, 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 horse yeah, movie. yeah. I mean, I've seen it. It's, it's not a bad movie. I just
1: first time I saw it was my senior year. I thought it was great because it's like Secretariat. Who's from Arkansas? Do you know that? That horse, the famous, really. Yeah, I freak. know who and Secretariat is. Some Arkansas.
0: I didn't realize that. That's that's a good little fun fact there. Moving on. <laughs> Number four. It's a six-parter. I think not. <laughs> Six parter? Oh my god! Do I like all six? Are, are your number four?
1: Yeah. Okay. Oh, I, think, f- I think there's nine now, and a bunch of little replays. Oh there's god! I know what it Star is. Star
0: Wars. Uh, yeah. I I'm not a Star Wars guy. I like Star I don't even know. I like. Nah, not really. I mean, I, I've seen all of them. So you seems- put
1: milk in the cereal. You put milk in the bowl first, in the cereal. No, I'm you're not, a
0: freak. Yeah, I'm not a communist. I, it's <laughs> it's not the fact that I don't like. Star Wars. It's that I'm not the fanatic that it seems like everyone else is. Mm -hmm. Like, I just, I don't. Did you watch The Mandalorian? Uh, I I
2: haven't finished it, but. I mean, even if you're not a Star Wars fan, just as a good show. Yeah, yeah. That's probably one of the better Star Wars shows that they've ever. Yeah, I'll I'll agree with that. I still haven't
0: watched it. It, It's pretty good. Like I said, I haven't finished it yet, but from what I've seen, it's really good. I mean, it focused around Boba Fett. So, is that right? Or is it Django? Jango Fett, okay. It's Different neither. character no. altogether. They're
1: all Mandalorians, like they're
2: all the same stuff. Although, uh, without going into spoilers, you do encounter characters from the past.
0: Okay, but well, it's the same obviously kind of I have not watched the entire thing through, so I, I just knew it was a bounty hunter, so, but yeah, anyway, it, like it's, a, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty cool show, so okay, I'll give, you, I'll give you Star Wars. We don't have near enough time to discuss Star Wars. Go ahead. Number three, radio. Okay. Radio's kind of a classic. I mean, it's it, it, it's a good story. It's got Cuba Gooding Jr., so it's not that good of a movie. <laughs> but but <laughs> overall, show it's... Show me a- the money. Yeah, right. Show me the money. Uh, you don't even know what Jerry Maguire is, do you? Hmm? Nah. All right. Anyway, it was a good movie, though. Yeah.
1: Radio's a good radio. story. Like it's either it. that or Waterboy for number
0: three. did <laughs> you draw the comparison from? <laughs> Wait, you need to leave. <laughs> I didn't realize that.
1: Oh my god.
2: <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I, didn't realize,
1: I, I didn't realize my number threes were water boys who got abused that were mental. Oh my god. <laughs> but
2: can't. it's also a triumphant story when water boy comes <laughs> up. And <laughs> <laughs> and
0: when radio. Bobby Boucher shows up at halftime and the Mud Dogs win the Super ball.
1: My mom, mom, mom said,
0: <laughs> <God, laughs> "I hate you both." <laughs> and radio.
1: Number two, we have Lord of the Rings. It's a three-parter slash Hobbit movies because those slap.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. I'm I, I I with you. I every own every single one of them. I would say I, I don't – well, I guess I kind of do. I mean, I have HBO Max and they're all on that. So, uh, uh,
2: My uh, wife loves those movies, and I tried to do the marathon,
0: but they're so long, brother. Bro, That's I why know, they're, they're so like good. three hours yeah. each. Like You, you got to dedicate a weekend to watch all of them, and then by the time you're starting the second one, you're like, Jesus, I'm tired. I, like, I don't want to do this You feel like Gandalf yeah, You feel like yeah, exactly. You feel like Gandalf Been walking the whole time You're 126 years old <laughs> You're gay But you can't tell The little hobbits <laughs> Oh my god Oh well that's Ian McKellen That's my fault That's, that's, that's not his character I'm sorry. My fault My fault <laughs> We might, you know, <laughs>
2: do what we got to do. There. And then Watson from Sherlock shows up <laughs> yeah. and he's Bilbo Baggins. Yeah. You're like, what? But Sherlock is the dragon. I'm really confused. <laughs> I was like, I don't
1: understand how this works. And then Gandalf the Grey becomes Gandalf the White.
0: Okay. All right. So I, I'm, I'm I'm 100% behind you on Lord of the Rings. That's that's good stuff. That's good quality. Something for the kids, grandma, everybody. And she lives long enough to watch it. Oh, my gosh. All right. Go at number Sheesh. one. What, what's your number one? Spirit. The animated
1: Disney movie about that horse?
0: Oh, for real? Yeah,
1: I I watched Did, that. Are you talking about the new one, the one that just came no, out? No, no, the original one. First okay. time I saw it I was like five years old on VHS, my grandma's, and I have in love with this. I
0: it. forgot that that was an old animated. I saw it the other uh, day. I, I don't think I've seen it. Since
2: I it came seen it since out. since I was like eight.
0: The reason I know about Spirit is because my daughter loves that show. Loves that show, and we, you know we have horses, so mm-hmm. I, I've got uh, I, I've got a big beautiful paint mare her name is Bella I have a bay gelding his name is Vino and I have this little monster uh, named Barbie and she is a miniature horse and my daughter loves her more than she loves me I'm pretty sure I think that's stud yeah, well no it's a mare but <laughs> <laughs> oh god and here we are two genders here we go here we go but no, no, you I, need to leave. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like Spirit, that's actually I, I'm gonna tell you. As far as like kid shows go, Spirit is solid, man. Like, it
1: makes you cry. It makes you happy.
0: Well, like it. all I've ever really watched is this little animated series that they have on Netflix. Oh, and, I'm talking about the original old movie. Yeah, I never saw that. But there's a new one. So there's bad. a new movie uh, out, and I'm I'm probably gonna take Harley. Man, she she just dig
1: that. I heard it's pretty bad compared to the original one because it's a different she ain't going to know the. Dip. she's four years old she, who's going to care one spoiler coming I just know that like in the first one Spirit wasn't ridden he was like a free horse he was a free spirit no one rode him the Indian dude tried a couple times he always bucked him off in the second one an Indian girl or I'm not sure if it a yeah, Latina girl yeah, rides her name's, her name's, Spirit her name's Lucky. which is not okay know. with me first off it's not even that she's a girl or any other race that don't matter it's that Spirit is being rode he is a free spirit but you
0: have to understand the way it's evolved through that animated series lucky and this horse are like together all the time she rides and them. that's that's just a part of it now so i mean it, i guess with no context to the old one i'm like who cares
1: yeah for me because i haven't seen the right animated. because
0: you find animated cartoons to be deeply disturbing
1: yeah very much so
0: <laughs> it's like i don't like the fact that cartoon horse getting ridden now unless it's on the orange free. and black. I'm like, "Bruh. <laughs> that's a cartoon. Like, he's not free at all. That he's actually <laughs> he would know he bought by them. Disney." Yeah, I mean. Anyway, uh, okay, so that's a you kind of had a wide uh, yeah. variety there. That's that's kind of cool. All right, so uh, Mr. BT, uh, hit me with uh, with your with your top 5 and let me make fun of them. Number 5, pulp fiction. Solid. <gasps> What's that? I love that movie. I've You've never seen Pulp Fiction? Isn't it gory and bloody? Not really, because this was back Human before. centipede
1: kind of vibes? No. Saw kind of vibes?
0: No. No, not at all. This is like a mobster Wait. movie. It's a Quentin Tarantino movie. It, like- yes.
1: I watched film... Okay, my uh, freshman year at Tech, I was in a film class, and we watched only Tarantino movies. This dude, my professor, I forgot his name, he was... He always wore one of those Irish weird side hats, you know, the golfing hats, the Scottish oh. ones. Yeah. And he always wore a Celt... In a plaid shirt, and he was very, very white. He wasn't, like, Scottish. He was American.
0: And you do he, understand that people from Scotland are very he white, was, right? No,
1: he wasn't, like, skin white. He was, like, white culture, like American oh, golly country. G. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a golly G white and guy. And he was obsessed with Tarantino. We watched um, the one with that Uma Thurman. That's what we Kill watched. Kill Bill. Yeah.
0: Well, Uma Thurman's in, like, every Tarantino movie, but but she, where she's blonde and she's mm-hmm. a samurai thing. She's, yeah. like, some strawberry
1: blonde kind of, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's Kill Bill. But we never watched that. So why don't we go back to Brandon here since you're stealing the show. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, anyway. uh, Pulp Fiction (sighs) Solid, though. You need to watch that movie sometime. All right, number four, The Dark Knight. It's
2: the only movie I've ever gone to the theater and seen twice. What? Really? It was a solid movie, though. Yeah, I watched it the first time and I felt like I didn't... Like enjoy it enough you or something, so I had to go back to see it yeah. again to mm-hmm. enjoy the Joker performance
0: again. I'm telling you though, that was a very dark movie. <clears throat> of course, all of the uh, Nolan Batman movies were a lot darker, hence the Dark Knight. Well, and well, that's the whole thing. The comic Batman has always been a very dark story, mm-hmm. you know. But you know, even with uh, the Tim Burton ones, you know, like the 1989 Batman, Michael Batman. Re- yeah, exactly. So all the Tim Burton Batmans, all the way up to Batman and Robin, with Chris O'Donnell, and George Clooney, for some reason, but uh, you know those were all very Tim Burton. So like they were dark, but they were very whimsical. You know, there's a lot of bright, popping colors and everything, along with the dark imagery and blase blah. You know, so I, I like the Nolan. Uh, like every I, like whenever they first started coming out, like the Christopher Nolan stuff, people were like, oh. Liam Neeson in the first one." Yeah, as red. Ra- now that was yes. a that was a strange choice. But a solid choice if you wanna know why? Because it's, it's Liam, Liam Neeson. Neeson. That's right. Hey, I like that all in together now. But uh shout anyway. out with them. <laughs> Grouse <laughs> <laughs> right. All
2: right, go ahead, man. Sorry, go ahead. All right, number three. I didn't pick the entire Star Wars franchise. I picked a particular movie. I like The Empire Strikes Back. It's the one, you know, it's the one with Yoda. It's got Where Empire Vader, Strikes Back. Yeah. it's that one <laughs> yeah no it's it's the one that I enjoy the most though you know at the end Han's frozen and you don't yeah. know what's going on isn't that the code on?
1: where he says the coders at the fourth one where they start eliminating the jedis that's the third one
2: I don't know
0: I don't know what he's I don't either.
1: where the emperor gives the clones the code to kill the there jedis. were
0: no clones in the original trilogy so Gosh, I, how I, young is he yeah, he's, what he's, are you talking about yes there are t- I'm talking about episode four five and six there are I'm, I'm talking about one two and three I know 4, 5, the, and 6 were made first. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I understand it. The original three mm-hmm. are episodes 4, 5, mm-hmm. and 6. He's talking about episode 5. Okay. The Empire Strikes Back. Why yeah, do yeah. I know? You said you're a Star Wars mm-hmm. dude, and I'm not. I and I know what this is. Uh, the Empire Strikes Back. You know what happened? Robot camels. There were giant robot camels on, oh, and, yeah. on the snow. Okay. Oh, yeah. I love that episode. <laughs> that's, that's there it's it the is. The Battle of Hoth. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. I used or, to play that. Hoth. Uh, they should call it Colt. <laughs> <laughs> all right settle down <laughs> all right sorry go ahead all right number two
2: point break the original not yeah, that remake
0: yeah that yeah dude the remake sucked but danny utah live on johnny forever. utah johnny what did i say danny danny how dare you johnny utah yeah that was keanu reeves character yeah, patrick swayze yeah man it's an awesome heist movie though extreme sports heist and you it, got you wouldn't have fast and
2: furious without it true that You wouldn't have family without it.
0: (laughs) That's an eleven-passenger car. I don't want it. You can fit your whole family, Vin Diesel. He's like, I'll take two. (laughs) Does it come in black? (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) Matte black. But I will tell you this though, as far as uh, before we get your number one pick, I will say this because we're on a Vin Diesel make fun of kick. Eh, Yeah, we're trying to have some fun, so it's okay. So check us out. I actually saw this this meme the other day that I thought, you know what, Vin Diesel would be all over this, because it is about a high occupancy vehicle, right? So you've got Ford, like we've come out with an all new EV Mustang, we've made it into a weird hatchback with four doors, it's uglier than sin, and then you got like Chevrolet is like, hey, we came out with uh, things and stuff too, and (laughs) you got Dodge who like does a rail of coke and is like, let's slap a Hellcat inside a Chrysler Pacifica. I was like, what? It's a real thing. There is a Hellcat uh, Dodge Caravan. That's amazing. It's a re- I, I, I looked at it, I was like, that's a, that's a joke. That's not real. They, they made one. I sad. I believe it. Yeah, it was like 800 horsepower in a minivan. I'm like, sign me up. I'll do it. Sorry. So, anyway, Vin Diesel would have been like, and fit the whole family in there and live my life a quarter mile at a time. God, I can't even.
2: Uh. All right. And finally, number one. Yes. Back to the future.
0: Bro. Oh, solid, dude. We- hey, it don't take money. It don't take fame. And you don't need no credit card to ride this train. <laughs> it's hard and it's sudden and can be cruel sometimes, but it just might save your life. That's the power of love.
2: Huey Lewis in the
0: news. Yeah, that was like the. Like the main that song that was today. in all that would not fly. Why today. would it not fly? Oh, because it said hard one time, and you're 12 years old. How is <laughs> that, <was> that? 20. <laughs> I'm I'm 12 and a half. 21. <laughs> 21. 21. What was your 20. number two? He wants to know about your number two. What was your number two movie? Point Break. I never heard of it. <clears throat> you never heard. They actually made a remake. Like what? Maybe. I, probably like 10 years ago now, but so he has some homework to do already. What was yeah. the other one? It was uh, Pulp Fiction, yeah, Pulp, Pulp Fiction, Fiction and Point Break. So yeah. I, so I, watch, I don't agree with that one. The either. Point Break that came out when when did that movie come out? It was early 90s, 91, yeah. 92, So, way watch,
1: before my time,
2: yeah, well, a good 10 years before your time, yeah, but it's still a solid movie. He'll be entertained by it. Oh, yeah, it's
0: it's awesome, dude. Guns, surfing, whole, all of it, yeah, man. It, it's Swayze and Keanu, like. Look, if you're still listening to this podcast, stop and go watch that movie. Don't stop. We need to. <laughs> we'll wait. Yeah, no. Never does mind. It have I Liam spoke Neeson. out of turn. Let's go ahead. No, it does not have Liam these. Okay, so so it's my turn, huh? All right. So uh, number five, Training Day. Bogus. I've never heard of it. <laughs> Solid movie. Denzel. It's, it's an wait, Antoine Fuqua not? movie, man. Those I don't movies. Know who if, Fuquan, let me tell you something. Who? Let me tell you something. If there is a movie that you're watching and it says directed by Antoine Fuqua. Just sit still. It's going to be awesome. He makes killer movies. Tears of the Sun was awesome. Uh, training Day, obviously. I mean, and a lot more. But uh, it doesn't matter. We're not going to talk about Antoine Foucault right now. We'll get into that on in another episode. All right, so uh, number four is a timeless classic for 12-year-olds like me, Billy Madison. Great movie. Good choice. Yeah, Billy Madison. That was good.
1: That you that just popped up on your list earlier, too. It, it
0: did. I actually had something... I actually had a uh, another comedy movie, um, but when you said Billy Madison, I was like, "Yeah, that's got to be in there." Uh, but my other that, one, well, I'll, I'll save that. Yeah, I'll that's
2: save. my favorite Adam Sandler movies. Billy Madison, oh, it's yeah, my third, third favorite. i
0: but say I've got. If third. I was, yeah, uh, we'll talk about Adam Sandler more <laughs> later too. Anyway, um, number three is a movie with Kevin Costner and Robert Duvall. It's called Open Range. It's uh, a western. It. They're they're cattle rustlers. I mean, it, it's. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's, it's, or Cattle Drivers, they're not rustlers, but. Yeah,
2: I can't, I can't talk smack on it. I I enjoyed that one too. Yeah,
0: that one's, that one's a good one. Um, all right, number two, uh, is a movie that I actually just discovered like a year ago, but it's called a uh, Shot collar, And that is not shock collar, like you would put on your dog. It is shot with a T, collar, like you're the boss, right? Basketball. Um, no, no. I'm sorry. I was like, "What basketball was that?" No. Uh, okay. So since you said it, I'll give you a little quick rundown on this one. So this um, guy, he's a I don't know business type. You know, he plays basketball in an indoor court, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, really nice office building, suit and tie kind of therapist guy. therapist right?
1: kind of guy. That's real soft.
0: Yeah, just yeah. soft man. So anyway, um, <laughs> him and his. Uh, his like business partner and their wives go out to dinner one night. They're celebrating some kind closing, some kind of deal, whatever. I don't know. They have a couple bottles of wine. He's driving home. Everything's fine, but they uh, get to talking. He takes his eyes off the road, runs a red light, bam, gets T bone, uh, kills his friend, his, his business partner. So he ends up going to prison for this, um, you know, for DWI with injuries or whatever so he goes to prison and he's doing the typical like I don't know what I'm doing here kind of stuff that you would expect and his lawyer told him hey look you're going to be housed with with the big boys you know violent crimes all get housed together and yours was an injury it's a violent crime you're going so he gets in there with all the you know murderers uh, you know the the bad guys right he, his lawyer tells him you're going to they're going to test you and you ha- you're going to have to stand up for yourself or they're going to you know they're just going to roll over you the entire time you're there so he decides he's gonna step off with the first dude who says anything to him he fights they whatever and you know the uh the white boys in there take notice and so he he ends up talking to these uh i don't know what you would call them peckerwoods is what they call them in the joint Uh, the aryan brotherhood yeah kind of like the aryan brotherhood you know they got all the SS and swastikas and all that kind of jazz or whatever. John Bernthal is one of them, um, which I didn't feel like was too far from wasn't like a stretch, you know. But uh sorry, John. Anyway, um like John Burnthal's gonna hear this. He was great in the punisher. <laughs> yeah, he was. That was a great show. Anyway, uh anyway, so he basically does things for the gang to secure protection, and then just kind of ends up a part of the gang and ends up spending a lot of time behind bars because he killed a guy uh, at the behest of a gang and all this kind of stuff. so and, and it just kind of shows um, it, it's a really interesting story because it shows kind of how the prison system actually works. You know, you're a good guy who made a who made a mistake and you have to go to prison by the time you get out, you're a bad guy. You know I mean what, any any guy who's been in and out of the joint, will tell you, like, oh, yeah, I learned how to do this in jail. I learned how to do this in jail. And you're like, golly, you didn't learn how to, like, weld or something like that in jail. No, you learned how to, you know, get away with crime in jail. And it pretty much shines a light on that and everything. And at the end of the movie, it's been out for a while, so I'm just going to go ahead and run it for everybody. Um, I paused on purpose. Okay, you know, just in case you wanted to step away. Uh Anyway, um so... At the end of the movie, he he gets out. He paroles, and the gang is already telling him, hey, your dedication to this does not stop at the gate. you got to do it, this, this, and this. We'll get your family, all that kind of stuff, right? So he secures a gun deal, and pretty much uh, without working with the cops pretty much dimes everybody out he never says a name he never rats on nobody but he he basically set everyone up because they you know threatened his family he's like all right well i'm gonna go down either way so i'm gonna make sure these dudes do too you know bad guys go to jail you know that kind of stuff but he ends up becoming at the end of it the shot caller the you know he's got the keys yeah, as they would say if there's somebody from the joint listening to this right now they're like I know what he's talking about so the story is that he went from your average Joe
2: to being a hardened like criminal a hardened criminal but not only a hardened criminal like the
0: boss yeah exactly exactly uh, anyway it's, it's, a, it's a really good movie um, I, I liked it a lot but uh, we'll just move on to my number one that will forever be my number one it is a fantastic movie if you've never seen it Tombstone it,
1: I was gonna guess Space Jam.
0: No, no. I, like, I, if I'm gonna put movies on a list, I want them to be respectable. Yeah, respectable. Billy Madison's the most disrespectful one I put on here, but it's a classic. And it's a comedy, and you gotta have something to represent your comedy, right? Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, a
1: radio. It's a very humorous movie.
0: <laughs> whatever. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we've talked about our, you know top fives, all that kind of stuff, and I'm I'm gonna review a movie that I watched uh, this past weekend, and it did not make my top five, but it's still you know, at least in my opinion, it, it was it was worth watching. It was fun. Uh, it's a horror comedy movie um, uh, called Freaky, and it stars Vince Vaughn, which I know most people are like, oh, that sounds bad, but it it's it's not. He did good, uh, and Catherine Newton. Um, so basically, what happens is there's like uh, you know everything was set up kind of stereotypical you know or i guess you'd say satirical you know it's like it's intentionally doing it this way so it's set up like all the great horror movies you know there's a a murderer that kills so many people and then so much time later he comes back and he does it again and he does it again so on and so forth right so uh this girl um is kind of a lack of a better way of putting it kind of a geeky chick you know Uh, you know, wears uh, like knit sweaters and, you know, big glasses, all all, the whole nine yards. (sighs) She wants to go to the homecoming dance and, you know, like uh, just for some reason or another, the overprotective mom doesn't want that to happen. Blah, blah, blah. So anyway, uh, during the homecoming game, the night before the dance, she encounters this serial killer who is uh, Vince Vaughn. And he's got kind of the Jason Voorhees mask thing going Uh, but he's got like the Halloween knife, you know, and, uh, so, and he, he runs down high school kids like Ghostface from Scream. So, you know, it's all very played into what it's supposed to be. So anyway, he, uh, he's got this sacred dagger or something, some magical dagger, right? He's supposed to kill this girl on this night or whatever. And does not succeed. He stabs her. She doesn't die. So the result is kind of a freaky Friday situation, you know, where instead of, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan switching places, it is Catherine Newton and Vince Vaughn that switch bodies. So you've got a 16, 17 year old girl as Vince Vaughn (laughs) and you have, uh, a demented serial killer for the rest of the movie as this girl. And it is awesome. Um, as far as like the gruesome you know kills, they're there. It has very gory stereotypical slasher movie kind of kills in it, so you know that's fun. And then the best part though, is Vince Vaughn behaving as a 16 17 year old girl, <laughs> like uh just you know the things he's worried about, and all that kind of stuff is it was it was pretty ridiculous, um but overall, you know it it works out the way most of them do. You know, we all like. I'm not gonna say it because it is fairly well. It's fairly new to streaming. It came out last year, but anyway, I'm not gonna ruin the ending on this one. But uh, but it, it ends the way you think it ends. But uh, anyway, I like. I won't go crazy into detail on it just because it. Like I said, it is newer, but I'm definitely gonna go ahead and say like IMDb has it rated uh, 6.4 out of 10. Uh, I think that's too low. I really do. Like I'm not saying it's a good movie. Like, because honestly, it, it's just not. But entertainment factor is there. Like, it's, it's a fun movie to watch, especially if you like that. If you don't like horror movies, don't watch it. If you don't like comedies and you're big into horror, don't watch it. You know, but if you're like me and kind of like when movies poke fun of themselves, you know, then it's, it's fun to watch. It was, it was funny. It had kind of the, the jump scare a couple times. Not. It wasn't a super intense horror movie. But it had enough laughs and enough gore that you were like, okay, I know what I'm watching. This is okay. Um, so as for me, man, I eight out of ten, man. I think it was pretty good. Um, what was its Rotten Tomatoes? I have no idea. That's I, why
1: I go off my movies.
0: Well, let me let me find out real quick. Uh, let's see.
2: So is it kind of like a scary movie, except it's not entirely just made up of uh, spoofs of other scary movies?
0: Right. Yeah. It it's not actually. Um, satirical in that way like like you know scary movie is just making you know mm-hmm. sp- spoofs and spin-offs is, of,
2: is it more campy like it's kind of leaning into the like hubie Tongan halloween Ch- uh
0: not quite that uh I know all I saw of hubie halloween was uh, a a trailer I, something about I, you know like you're talking about kind of a campy I know movie you're with about, adam though. sandler and kevin james i'm like if I wanted to watch Grown Ups, I'd just watch Grown Ups. You know, if I want to watch Chuck and Larry, I'd just watch Chuck and Larry. I don't really need it to be a, another twist. Just you guys do Do you, you know. Um, but let's let's see here. I, I, I've got it pulling up right now if my computer will cooperate. Okay, so uh, the the Tomato Meter actually gives it a little bit higher audience score, eighty uh, percent. The Tomato Meter is eighty four percent. That's really good. Rotten so, Tomatoes is a that's really a solid
1: cool. score. Rotten Tomatoes is a hard judgment.
0: Yeah, it, yeah, and and most of the time, uh, in my opinion, they get it wrong because they're like, yeah. oh, this is a fantastic movie. And I'm like, oh, cool, I'm gonna watch that. And I'm like, this sucks. You know, what I mean, like I, I
1: only take Donald Trump's approval approval for movies.
0: He's like, I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this movie. Okay. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Get out. White house down. Hey, you know what? Let's, let's talk about that for a minute. Okay. Like i I've pretty much given you all I can give you on freaky without, you know, spoilers. W- yeah. Well, without ruining all the best parts, you know what I mean? Like if you watch it and I've already said all the best parts, you oh, it sucks, you know, <laughs> but let, let's, let's, let's talk about that for a minute. Um, I don't remember what was just said that made me go there.
1: White house down. Oh,
0: white house down. Okay. So I was actually going to talk to you guys about this. Um, battling movies i kind of talked about it a little bit a couple of weeks ago whenever i was mentioning like how my underrated movie was dante's peak and like they you know you have those similar movies that come out right around the same time that kind of battle each other right you had like back in the 90s you had dante's peak and volcano you had um independence day and men in black uh, will smith starred in both of them but they came out about the same you know within a year of each other um which men in black sequels worked out same cannot be said for independence day that was terrible anyway um but you know like uh white house down and uh olympus has fallen
1: uh, i think it's the third one now something about angel
0: yeah angel has fallen mm-hmm. jerry butler man he he was kind of like i think i'm gonna make this my thing i think i'm just gonna be mike banner B- bannon bannon mike bannon was his character's mm-hmm. name in the uh, Has Fallen franchise. It was Olympus Has Fallen, uh, London Has Fallen, then Mm -hmm. Angel Has Fallen is the newest one, I think. Anyway, I, I don't know. Those movies, I mean, when you have Morgan Freeman as president, you know, I mean, nothing could go wrong. That brings me to another case of battling movies. You had Armageddon and Deep Impact. You know, deep impact. Think about this, man. You had Morgan Freeman as your president. You had Frodo Baggins as the, or what was it, what's his real name? Uh, Wood, Elijah Wood. You had Elijah Wood uh, as your, like, main star. And that movie was awful. Like, it was just terrible. You had, they're like, oh, no, we're never going to make, oh, we made it.
1: It's like, <laughs> it's like a Shia LaBeouf movie.
0: It's not that bad. There's
1: so <laughs> much potential and it's just no. through
0: the floor. What, uh, what Shia LaBeouf movie have you watched that had potential? And you cannot say Lawless. Because that was not a Shia LaBeouf movie. That was a Tom Hardy movie. The first Transformers movie. Thank you. Okay. I, I, yeah, yeah, the first one. The first one I liked. And then like Sam Witwicky. Yeah, Sam Witwicky, yeah. But uh not like the Transform movies to, to me, they did nothing but get worse yeah. and yeah, worse. Yeah, they all they got progressively I liked the much worse. I like the first
1: two, and then after that, I was like, oh, I've seen them all because I like Transform, but,
2: movies, but, <laughs> but Link,
0: they took Link, Megan Link. Fox out of that third one, so he's out. He's yeah, like, Linkin like nah. Park on the soundtrack was just crazy. oh, hey, oh man. that's why I
1: like Linkin Park. Yeah, man, of
0: what I've done was, uh, w- was the oh, okay, I thought he was gonna break into it. He, no, he started he to, yeah, he's like, why?
2: would
0: <laughs> like, be like, be oh, relaxed. god, someone shut him up. <laughs> Rest in peace, Chester. Oh, man. Chester Bennington. R.I.P. Anyway, talk about Shia, Shia Oh, I did
2: like uh, Disturbia that Shia LaBeouf was in. That was the one where he was the neighbor. The Surf's
1: Up. Uh, that movie about the penguins um, surfing.
0: Let him talk about a real movie. Yeah, <laughs> God.
1: Leave, boy. Shia LaBeouf's the
0: main in that one. And uh, I did see Disturbia. <laughs> I'm going to ignore everything he's saying. I did watch Disturbia, and you're right. That one actually was good. I will give him that. He's got three movies that were good, only two of them of which he can actually claim. Okay, Disturbia and... Because you're not going to give him Lawless. No, that's Tom a Tom Hardy, Hardy movie. You're yeah. not going to give him Surf's Up? No. No. Or what was the other one, The sure. the Very controversial, like the last one he did, uh, Nymphomaniac or something like that. Uh, I don't know. I
2: kind of gave up on his career when he started doing, like, really weird artsy
0: Well, I think that's what that nymphomaniac thing. I never saw it, um, you know, by the name alone. I was like, Shia LaBeouf in nymphomaniac. No, I'm good.
1: I heard he got, like, <laughs> full tatted for a movie. Like, he got, like, instead of doing the fake tattoos to cover him, he, like, got it all tattooed on him for real.
2: Yeah, he's pretty method, but I think there may be more to it. He might have some mental illness or something going something on. There. Right. He, but he's crazy. not as
0: method as method man. We're not going to go into Wu-Tang. Okay. Uh, Yeah, that's right. Hold it up, man. Where Brooklyn at? Anyway.
2: Rest in peace, ODB. Oh, man. Another one. Rest in peace, Shia LaBeouf's career. Eh.
0: Eh, Good riddance. (laughs) Good riddance to that one. I'm sorry. He's not talented. Anyway. um, So, uh, aside from Shia LaBeouf movie. I, I said earlier we'll talk about it. So, let's talk about Adam Sandler. Let's talk about Adam Sandler movies, you know, because Billy Madison made it into my top five, and I said that it was
2: one of my favorite movies. It barely just missed the cut,
0: right? Well, because like if you're thinking about your top five movies, you're usually thinking about movies that have a little bit of uh, you know, substance to it, mm-hmm. and that's not really what Adam Sandler's known for. But I tell you what, Kobe, give me your top three Sandler movies. <clears throat> Number
1: one, Benchwarmers. Was he in bench warmers? No, no, not bench warmers. Well, what am I thinking of? Grown ups, that's what I'm saying. But I know his company produced bench warmers.
0: Right, yeah. It's a that's happy it's Madison. A yeah.
1: So grown ups is number one. Okay. Number two is Waterboy. Okay. And number three is Billy
2: Madison.
0: Fair enough, Brandon.
2: Okay. I'm gonna go in reverse over here. Number three, Happy Gilmore. Okay. Number two, Billy Madison.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And number one, Big
0: Daddy. Okay, I was I was convinced it was gonna be Spanglish and I was gonna be like, get out. <laughs>
2: jeez <laughs> yeah. what's um real quick for you what's
1: the one where him and David Spade he's he works at a bank inside of a grocery store and they fake their deaths and they go be like oh that's Harris.
0: the uh the do-over that's yeah, a Netflix that's original a good one that, that actually that that's was pretty, pretty entertaining that's not in my top three but it is pretty good and
1: then the one with where his cousin acts like that um that foreign doctor and saves the sheep's life I don't know which one that is I don't know what that one is <laughs> it's really good too all right he falls in love with the teacher, for the elementary school. She's blonde.
0: Oh, Billy Madison, yeah. Not that one. Oh, okay. Gosh. Anyways, oh, you talking about Mr. Deeds? Yeah, yeah, oh, Mr. Yeah, Mr. De- Deeds. Yeah, that one was eh, that's all right. That was silly, but I mean, all of them are silly. But Click. I see. I didn't like Click. I haven't seen. Yeah. It. I wasn't. I wasn't. It
2: it a uh, little heavy. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, eh. I don't. Not, like, not a whole lot of last for the heavy. Uh, Fifty first dates. That was solid. I like that one.
0: Yeah, that one was kind of a. You know, rom-com, but, but still, I mean, it was... It solid. Yeah, it was. It was still Sandler enough to enjoy. It's just that he has some, like, Jack and
2: Jill movies that I didn't really uh, care yeah. about. Jack and Jill.
0: Jack and Jill was garbage, man. Of course, Spanglish was garbage. Punch you know, Drunk so Love was, like, you know, I'm sorry. Keep Punch Drunk Love. Just give us Waterboy. That's what we want, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So, my, my top three Sandler movies uh, are real similar to yours. Uh, you know, number three is Happy Gilmore, number two, Billy Madison. And I actually have to be honest with you, I'm gonna go with one of his dramatic ones though. Uh it's I I don't know how many movies he's put out since then because he puts out fourteen a year. But um Uncut Gems or un, Uncut Gems. Yeah, it's it's uh he's That's a newer one, I believe. Yeah, I remember yeah, yeah, seeing yeah. that on Netflix. Yeah, Uncut Gems, man, and he's a he's a jeweler who has a gambling problem and is in debt with the wrong kind of people and all this kind of stuff, and he acquires this priceless uh, opal. And, like, I don't know, the whole movie just spirals out of control. Like, that dude is in a bad way. Uh, But it was, surprisingly, I I really liked it. I thought it was good. I I will give a spoiler on this. It does not have a happy ending. And, like, that surprises me that I actually liked it because I'm kind of one of those... Basic people in life is like mm, I wanted a happy ending, but and I wanted a better child. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! It was kind of
2: like his movie Funny People. He, he's like a uh, rich and famous comic, but he's also miserable and depressed. And yeah, he's dying Same. from cancer. Right. Same.
0: Yeah, I do remember that movie. That had uh Seth Rogen in it. Yeah. I think? Yeah. Yeah, it had a lot of people in yeah, it. Yeah. Right.
2: Well, um, I watched this
1: one the other day for the first time, and it's him. So he's a. Uh, he's part of like the FBI or whatever. He wants to, he's in the office because he's not good enough to go be out like driving around and be on in the investigations because he has, he keeps failing a shooting test. Uh huh. But he lies to his wife because they never had a honeymoon and say, so like, fly. That's
0: with Jennifer Aniston? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I you don't talk, like, remember. He's like two or three man.
1: with her. But like this one, they go on that boat with those rich people. Yeah. And they figure it out. Yeah. I forgot what it's called. That's really good too.
0: I don't remember what that is too. I think it's like, <clears throat> I want to say it's like murder mystery is what it's called. Or something, something like that. that. But I think that is it. Yeah. I it was a, but I saw that I one. Like that pretty one. Good. All right. Well, we'll, we'll kind of just get off of this. But hopefully if you're listening, uh, you know, I hope you got a few uh, recommendations of movies maybe you haven't seen that you want to go check out. Um, you know, I guess go to Blockbuster. Oh, whoop, too soon. <laughs> it's a joke. Nobody's laughing. It's a joke. Anyway, whatever. So it wasn't funny, apparently. Uh, Man, thank you guys so much for staying with us. Uh, And, uh, man, I appreciate all the downloads, all the follows, all that kind of stuff, man. So just keep it up. Please uh, reach out to us on social media, uh, IG, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Uh, You know, go to your favorite podcast platform, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, you can go to a direct RSS feed if you want to. I, I don't know why you would, but you could. <laughs> and uh, anyway, man, we just uh, want to say thank you to everybody for listening. I, I've noticed that there's been several little pop-ups on our on our little map tracking you know where downloads are coming there's new ones popping up all the time which is exciting uh, for us and we just really appreciate you guys so uh, from all of us here at the hoot hobbs show uh, my right hand man to the left c wayne my producer brandon torres and myself hoot hobbs we say thank you and bid you good night